Hi there, welcome to the uh, Pin Me, Pay Me podcast. Now you're asking yourself, what is the Pin Me, Pay Me podcast? It is a wrestling podcast, and I am your colored commentator, Jordan, and this is my co-host, James. And we'll go more into about all our, you know, all the stuff like like and subscribe, subscribe stuff at the end. But right now we're just going to jump into the wrestling. All right. Uh, so we have a big news update. Uh, Eric Bischoff is no longer in charge of SmackDown. He's actually, I believe, entirely done with the company. And he's been replaced by... Bruce Pritchard. Yes. Those of you who do not know, that is... Um, oh, I forget his old wrestler. He used to be a manager. He was I, the one who introduced The Undertaker when he first debuted. Oh, I have no idea who Bruce Pritchard is. All I know is he's got the Something to Wrestle podcast. Brother Love. You might know him as, I think was his name. Yeah. So. Uh, that's him. Yeah. And, well, from what I hear, uh, Eric Bischoff didn't do anything anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he should have been fired a long time ago. Well, he wasn't really doing anything, and I wasn't really excited because he ran WW, WWCW. WCW, and look what happened to that. Yeah, that's And true. then when he was on TNA, I heard it was bad, too. Yeah. Because he's just like, yeah, Hogan all the time. Hogan, 24-7. Hogan, Hogan, Hogan. Hogan. Uh, any other grapple gossip you got for us today? No. No, do, I, do, don't do, got, yeah. I don't got anything else. Oh, I'm going to make a video called Grapple Gossip. Don't worry, guys. I so, know it's bad. All right. So, let's talk about night two of the draft. Draft. On yeah. Monday Night Raw. I got my color-coordinated notes. I'm ready for this. So, first, before we even really jump jump into that, uh, I thought this was really stupid. I really hated how they did the draft this year. On both Raw and SmackDown. Like, and I don't even care about the whole other sports or the other, like, people thing. That was dumb, too. But, like, just, it felt so flat. It didn't feel real. It felt Well, if dumb. you notice it, a lot of the guys before the Superstar shakeup. They were already on those brands. Yeah. It's not really that big. Uh, things to take away from it, though, is Heyman got pretty much everyone he was asking for. All except, well, we, there is one caveat we haven't heard yet, but he's, it's coming evidently soon. There's a big trade tonight. Yes. And if you're listening to this Wednesday when it actually comes out after I edit it, there was big news. We already all know it. But my theory is it's got to be Fiend to Raw. It's the only thing that makes sense. I agreed. Because it doesn't make sense to not have. Um, I don't. Well, Fox was fighting for the fiend, but it's like, the fiend is slowly dying. Yeah, especially now. Especially now, and we'll get on to that later in the show. But yeah, I guess uh, while we're all kicks off, uh, Becky Lynch comes out. Supposed to take on originally supposed to take on Sasha Banks. Sasha's obviously still suffering from injury. So Becky comes out, cuts a promo. Hey, yo, I'm the last kicker, Becky Balboa, baby. Uh, she's the man. Essentially, well, uh, she just listed off things. That's not what happened. She uh, she cut a good promo. It's a, she's good at promos. She, she, yeah, really she does nothing. what she does best. So then uh, Charlotte comes out and says, "Hi, I don't know what I'm playing this week. Uh, heel, face, what, whatever." And she uh, wants to be her friend. She's like, "Let's be friends again," yeah, and then beats her up. Yeah. So heel. Yeah. I don't, I just don't know or because can't. I don't, I, we, we spent all of what, 2019 with and us. 2018 with this feud. Yeah. The last WrestleMania was pretty much built around this feud. Like, I don't want to see it anymore, but oh no, no, don't worry guys. She gets drafted to Raw. So, wee 
Yeah. Uh, but it was an art. It was a solid match. Um, oh, it was very, I thought it was very good. I really liked the match. Yeah, I just, it, it's I'm one just of those things where it doesn't, it. yeah, exactly. Well, I like how after she hit her with the spear, Charlotte hit Becky with the spear, she was like, pinned. She's like, oh no, like, what do I have to do? And it's like, the finger eight lock. You've been doing that for how long? Can you please say the figure I eight. always say finger. I know it comes... It's the finger eight lock. It's the figure eight lock. Finger eight lock, because you got eight fingies. You have ten. Uh, the thumbs are digits. I hate you. They I might all be digits. So much. But uh, Becky wins with the roll-up after that spear. Two roll-ups in a week. For... Oh, Charlotte's not really having a good time. No, definitely not. Uh, well, Becky Lynch wins, which uh, the stipulation was the winner gets to pick... First, their brand gets to pick first. Which everyone knew Raw would win because Raw has the most draft picks. And for Flow, it just made sense. So Raw's first draft pick well, is... Well, we're not there yet. There's so much. So what? much. Really? There's like a few things. Uh, Seth Rollins' interview. Can't skip past that. No, you can. No, uh, no. Okay, so Seth Rollins is interviewed by Charlie. And she's like, how do you feel about the Fiend or whatever? Attacking you last week. And he's like, I'm just trying to move past it. Uh... I'm going to go fiend hunting, pretty much, is what he said. Yeah. So that was lame. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I just, I, I think they should have just dropped this. I'm, I'm going to get more into it later. Uh, and then we had the mad money guy talking. I didn't listen. I don't, whatever. <laughs> yeah, anything where they tried to get somebody else that isn't wrestling relative to talk on the show, we pretty much didn't pay attention to. Because we know we they're not care. wrestling fans. Yeah, we know they're just being asked or paid to do this so yeah and then okay and then stephanie comes out she did the same thing on smackdown where she announced the uh, draft picks so uh, i'll just run down raw and then smackdown for this round and then as the rounds go on i'll go on so raw drafts seth rollins charlotte flair and andrade with selena and then smackdown because they only get to draft two this round drafted the new day which says three for one and brock lesnar which is zero, so it's like, okay. Uh, well, no, they did Seth Rollins first, and then a lot of people are saying, why not Brock Lesnar? But if you look at it, kayfabe, Seth has beaten Brock Lesnar, the undefeated man, twice or whatever, the unbeatable monster, twice. Yeah. So kayfabe reason, it makes sense for Raw to draft Rollins first. 100%. So then we move on to... The draft table. After that, with Booker, Booker T, Renee Young, Joe, and Beth Phoenix... Yeah, Beth Phoenix with uh pretty much what she does on NXT didn't really say much. Yeah, but so. all I know is Joe is the star of these segments. Yeah. Samoa Joe killed it. Babyface Joe, uh, I, Joe could do it. Super babyface. Yeah, but like the dude, I'm like this dude should be doing commentary because he's like going like, oh yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna want this guy because he's got a good ground game. <laughs> yeah, like he he he. Is exactly so when you're talking about wanting to make WWE sound like an actual sport, that's how you talk. That's all like how Joe was presenting is exactly how anybody you, you want to do is to present and like he, that. He's got an injury, so that's why he's like sidelined right now. Yes, which sucks because I love Samoa Joe. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah, WWE booking, but uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Andrade comes out with Zelina, Selena cuts a promo. Just being like, just because he wasn't drafted first doesn't mean he isn't the best. Because you were all drafted with him in the same round. So it's like the same thing, pretty much. Selena's really, this is this duo really works. Oh, yeah. Uh, which, they're on Raw now, so you know 
which other three superstars are going to follow. Right. Yeah, Dude because the four-pack, the power pack, I call yes. them, uh, took on Ali. Now, yes, I know what you're thinking. This is the match where these guys should have their names back. I understand that. Yeah. Well, sadly, they didn't get their names back, but it was a very good match. It was. It was of course it was good. It's Andrade, it's Andrade Cien Almas and Mustafa Ali. Never heard of them. I'm really upset they kept Ali. That's boring. I would have kept Mustafa. I agree with that. I think Mustafa would have made a way better name. Like, it's like, why do you think we're so dumb we can't figure out Mustafa's his name? Yeah. That's why they did it, because it's hard to say. No, it's really not. No. It's kind of like Mufasa. You could just call him Mufasa for all I care. That is what Jordan That's actually That's my calls. new wrestling gimmick. <laughs> but you, are um, you just going to betray people? I guess. Uh, Andrade, show, Andrade shows up. Andrade won that match. Correct. With the Hammerlock DDT, I love that. A little so assistance much. from Zelina. Yeah, pulling the uh, the uh, Hurricane Rana on the outside of the ring. So now And then we're on. back, Steph. Back to you, Steph, for round two of the draft. Uh, Raw drafts Kabuki Warriors, Rusev, and Alistair Black. And then SmackDown drafts Daniel Bryan and Bailey. Uh, good good picks overall. Good picks overall, but uh, mm. Bailey's a champ. Like, the champion should have been drafted first. I don't think they should have... Draft and drafted at all. I think the titles are fairly set to their shows, and I think it was stupid. Because I can tell you, guess who was never going to SmackDown? The Raw Tag Champs or the Raw Women's Champion or the Universal Yeah, I, They it, were it, never going to go they there. They do that because sometimes they do it. They're like, oh, yeah. Okay. And then they'll do the match that night, and they'll lose the belt. Yeah, yes. It, Which it, honestly would have made this show way more exciting. I always thought like the champions of the brand should just stay with that brand. Yeah, I They agree. shouldn't even be in the draft pool at all because they're champions. Right, exactly. I just It's WWE. Well, it's like a football team wouldn't, like, you know, their star quarterback would be included in the team. Not just, you know what I'm saying? No. I don't know a lot about sports. I'm trying here. Please I'm trying to relate to that new Fox audience we're going to be getting. Uh, I doubt that. And then we move on to a title match. We have the Viking Raiders taking on Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Rudolph. No, Bobby Ziggs. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> For the Raw Tag Team titles. And the Ray... What? The Viking Viking Raiders uh, pull off the victory in a very solid TV match. It was, oh my god, they went hard at first. Oh, I don't know if you saw that. They were doing big moves. I'm like, the Viking Raiders about to win in like five seconds. Oh yeah, that's right. They did go really quick. Yeah. But it, it, it did even out. It did even out. They slowed down. You got to that uh, Spinebuster zigzag. I love that. As soon as they get it right, the timing's still a little off. Yeah, too bad they're not going to be a team anymore. <laughs> no, they had a little interview and they said they were staying a team. So, yeah, we'll okay. see. We'll see. We will see. But uh, also, for some reason, the Viking Raiders can't do their finisher called the Viking Experience. I know, stupid. <laughs> they can't seem to pull it off on Dolph because it was a little iffy this time too with Dolph. Yep. I just, well, they don't have to worry about it anymore. Spoiler: They get drafted to different brands. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the Viking. Raiders are your new Raw Tag Champions. They are the best. That was their best main roster match. Absolutely. Which so, they've had really good NXT. That's, that's That was the issue with them. They, uh, they put them in squash matches, and I'm like, no, you need to put these guys in like matches with actual tag teams so they can show off how great they are. Yeah. Them and the Street Profits had, a, had uh, quite a few good matches back in NXT. So, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> so now we move on. 
t- next round, right? Well, Viking Raiders cut uh, have like a little video package. After oh yeah, the where they brought up the the companies that you do not mention. Uh, Obviously, it was okay. They wouldn't have done it unless it was okayed. Yes. And it made it sound like they were bigger deals because they're like we were the first undefeated champions. Like at, I'm assuming they were undefeated till they won those belts. The IWGP, the Ring of Honor, the NXT, and now the Raw. It's like, that's a good stat. That's like, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. For uh, us Marks out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Mark is. My name's James. Um, <clears throat> all right, so, Steph, back to you in the third round. Did they play? No. They only played her music once. I was like, can you imagine each round they're playing her music? That would be annoying. Oh, it's time to rock and roll. That's Trish Stratus, never mind. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that was Trish's song. Was, I loved that song. <laughs> oh, it's time to oh, rock okay, and roll. Okay, please stop, for the love of God. <laughs> Raw, for this round, picked Cedric Alexander, my boy, Umberto Carrillo, and Eric Rowan. No Harper in sight. Very surprising picks, in my opinion. I did not expect... Um, oh, you wait till round four where okay. I have a surprising pick for you. Oh, no. <laughs> where the cruiserweights... Uh, are, well, they've, it's been discussed that 205 Live is dying a slow death. It's gone. They drafted all their main players. 205 is gone. Yes. Um, oh, actually, breaking news also. Uh, the Canelises have also asked again for the release. I thought it was just Mike. Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I don't really feel for the guy... Because he just signed in June. He just re-signed a five-year deal for half a million dollars, mind you. So, so, I agree with what he said, though. He doesn't want to keep showing up to work one day a week and then not get used. You still have half... The issue is he has half a million dollars. Correct, but he wants to wrestle. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> That's what he wants to I do. I know he wants to wrestle. But the thing I don't like about Mike... I've never been a huge Mike Canellas fan or Mike Bennett, whatever the hell you want to call him. But he thinks he's, like, the greatest wrestler of... Okay. He thinks he's super good at wrestling, which I'm sure he is. He is But he's never gotten over to me, so I don't really care. Like, so, to me, you're on the same level as the B team. I don't care. And they were tag champions. Hey. That's because they rode that high and then realized it was dumb. But regardless, though, like, I uh, completely understand where Mike's coming from. Like, yeah, I, but he had to have known, with the way he was booked, that if he re-signed, he was going to be booked similar to the, like, to the same degree. But if you were going to pay somebody that much, why wouldn't you use them? I don't... Because they're petty. They don't want them to leave brands. I guess. Uh, the thing is... He knew what it was going on. It's like you knew where this was going. The way you were booked, and then you re-signed, and then Maria announces she's pregnant after you re-signed. Okay, yeah, you just pissed off the guy who just gave you half a million for another five-year contract. Yeah. So it's like you had to have known. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And then SmackDown drafts Shinsuke Nakamura, and then Ali. Good picks. Good picks. Should have been a lot sooner, but good picks. Yes. Then we're interrupted with another match, uh, Aleister Black versus Eric Young, which he's Nice to see Eric Young still gets work. Yeah. He's another one that I'm shocked that I just, I really hated how they ruined Sanity when they brought him up. Just so dumb. It was dumb. They didn't even really use him. No, they didn't, and they 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 seriously could have. Like, that was a great team. And And, uh, remember when all three of them lost to The Miz? 
We're not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? No, yeah, I do. Okay. I'm, yeah, pretty unfortunate. This is why I drink. But speaking of losing, Alistair Black won. Yes. Eric um, Young lost is the reference I was making. Yes. Uh, that dude should never shave. Uh, I think Alistair Black needs to go back to using the. Well, when they drafted him to Raw, they showed his signature move, the Black Mass, and it's like, why didn't he use it? Yeah. He's been using the Dragon Slayer, which is great. Whatever you're establishing a new finisher. Whatever the hell it was called. In 2K, it was called the Dragon Slayer. Okay. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> me, 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 me. But now it's like called the Black Ritual or something. No. It's the de- they called it the Whatever Demon Slayer it on is. Raw. Whatever it is, Eric Young lost. He did go for the Black Mass that... Eric Young dodged. Uh, Eric Young dodged it, so he brought out the other... Dodge! Alright. Back to you, Steph. The round four. Which, uh, in round four... Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna get there in a sec. Uh, Buddy Murphy was drafted. Good cool. choice. Jinder Mahal. Terrible choice. Over some of the people that I will announce later and I will mention. Jinder Mahal. And then R-Truth. Okay. 24-7 champion. That, that doesn't matter. That's 20, pretty much an internet internet title anyways now. Yeah, whatever. It's and then title. SmackDown drafts Bobby Ziggs and Carmella. So R-Truth and Carmella are splitsville. Gone forever. Which makes sense because... Carmella is with Corey Graves. She's with Corey Graves, who is commentating for SmackDown now. Yeah. So, it does make sense. And that was round four of the draft picks. Uh, And then they go to the War Room, which, yeah, those are back. Weird how you can't say the War Raiders, but you can say War Room. Yeah, no shit. Uh, There's a random Peacock video. I don't know what the deal is. I think it was a screensaver. There's a dumb screensaver. Either way, when they show the War Room again, that is still there. So it's the same footage from Friday. It's not the same footage. Yes, the peacock was there on Friday. No, but listen, they told him to tone it down because they overreacted on Friday, and now it was very tame for the war room segments. I disagree. I thought it was just as annoying. It was still annoying. I didn't like them. They're very. A lot of people like them. I guess we're the only ones who don't. Really? Yeah. From what I've like been reading on Reddit. Oh, well, that's dumb. Okay. I thought, I just don't like the idea of WWE trying to feel like an actual sport. Because it's not. It's not, but Vince Vince wants, Vince hates wrestling. You don't, you know I, that. I get that. He, but that's, that's why, why he doesn't call it wrestling. XFL. He calls it stupid sports entertainment. Yeah, but he's been running lately raw through his phone. XFL comes around, guess what? He's still running crap through his phone. Because you still, guys in the back still have to call Vince and okay things with him. I wouldn't. He's still got full control is all I'm saying. Street Profits show up. Classic, you know, let's hype up things. We they, want the smoke. We want the smoke. They were hyping up uh, Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman. Which nobody cares about. Somebody cares about. I didn't even know who Tyson Fury was when they announced him. Saudi likes money. I know, but like, they're like, it's Tyson Fury. And I'm like, who, who is that? Guys? <laughs> Guy whose hips are bigger than his body. But then the OC shows up. I like these guys because they're like... Backroom bullies. Yes. Like, like like the cartoony bullies. They're just like, they're coming in, they're like, yeah, you guys are here, but w- why? <laughs> yeah, they pretty much are like, why would somebody want you guys, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, we're here because we're going to dominate, and then they got jumped. They got jumped. And then later on, I'm just going to say the segment now, later on we catch up with the Street Profits again, and they're like, oh, we're going to have a match. We need a third guy. 
And they're like, they're saving it for a surprise. So be prepared for it to be somebody super disappointing. Oh, we had a surprise tonight that was very disappointing. And I'll get on to that when we get there. But, uh, yes, so finally the Street Profits are going to have something. And that's what I like, is they finally have a segment. It's with the OC. It's going to be great. I'm calling them the club. I'm not calling them the OC. The OC. The club is a way better name. Yeah, but the OC. They're both dumb names. It's a crappy California's drama. Okay, it's not crappy. It's a masterpiece. It's won Emmys, I think. I don't care. I actually don't know if it's won Emmys. I doubt it. But, yeah... Probably so Razzies. That's exciting. Yeah. Then we move on to uh, Ricochet, who had like a video thing while he was coming to the ring. I'm going to make you believe superheroes are real. So corny. I hate it. I hate it because superheroes have superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he is taking on Shelton Benjamin. Nice to see Shelton still alive. Yes. And King on commentary was. This was pretty annoying because they said he was like Spider Man. Like. 274 times. Said it twice. Okay. Close. No. Close. Not either even. way, we get it. We've heard that compar- comparison a million times. Speaking of commentary, Dio Bad really grew on me today. Dio Man's good. Yeah, he made job. some comments and was like, I think he's just trying to get into, I've never seen Up, Up, Down, Down, which is where he was before, I guess. So he's, it's good to see him making his way, you know. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Uh, this is a good match. Yeah, it's Ricochet and Shelton Benjamin. It was like Ricochet still moves like he's in his like like early twenties. It's crazy. Ricochet's it, not that old. I meant Shelton. Oh, did you? Did I? I, I did I not? I thought you I said, said Ricochet, Shelton. and I was like, I know he's talking about Shelton. Yeah, I meant to say Shelton. I'm but he's saying Ricochet. Sorry, Shelton. Yeah, Shelton didn't win because Shelton doesn't win. No, that's not what he's there for. But. <laughs> He still has a great showing. Yep. The dude's super athletic. Like, I don't like that Ricochet uses the code breaker now. Like, I get you don't want to do the... the... Uh, uh, James, it's it's the recoil. Yeah, code breaker. Um, it's one knee. It's not two, it's one. Code breaker. So, the, so he uses that now instead of the 630. Well, it's because the 630, like, that's killer on your body. Like, when he was on the indies, he could pull up the 630 all the time. But now he's doing house shows, so he's, I think he's only got to save it for, like, big deals. And let's face it, Shelton Benjamin, no. not really a big deal to use the... He, he tried. Shelton got out of the way, though. Yes. So I understand why he had to get a different finisher that isn't so hard on him. Yeah, but and I those, think it would have been something better than that. Closer. Did you know he texted Jericho to see if he could I use did. that? I did. I know. I, I was heard. like, oh, Jericho's like, that's cool. Yeah, Jericho sure. doesn't care. Jericho doesn't care. Yeah. He's got to get over the Judas effect. Uh. <sighs> Tyson Fury recap. Didn't watch that. It was recap. Don't care about Tyson Fury. Uh, and then we had the Brazzers section of Raw. Sponsored by Brazzers. Should be. My God. Uh. Uh, Lana's getting massaged, and then Bobby shows up. He's like, this is fun. And then, yeah, but he's not fun for Rusev. And it was like... Okay, how... How dumb is that? Like, it's one thing when Rusev has to watch the segments and then, like, you see him react to them. Sometimes. How, how, unco- yeah. how uncomfortable or how stupid is it? Like, if you're having an affair, you're a shit person. Second, if you're having an affair or a split up or and you are consistently talking about how the person you are now with is better than your significant other, you're fucking stupid. Like, you are, like, 
you were clearly not over the person and you need to move on. Like, that's just dumb. I think it's really dumb that we haven't seen Bobby Lashley's penis yet. Yeah, that too. That Like, this is where this is going, right? It better be. Like, this is, I'm just, it's weird porn scenarios with the massaging and the, I think Bobby actually wants to hook up with the Rusev because he mentions Rusev all the time. Yeah, he does. He wants Rusev to get cucked and I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's weird, and that's a thing, I guess. I don't know where the hell they're going with that. Yep. Uh, all right, then we have the Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman contract signing. Braun smashes a table. Braun smash. Uh, Fury struggles to break a pen. And then breaks it. And then and breaks it. I don't care. Pretty much. And then we yeah. move on. I mean, sometimes we'll go in depth, guys, with what we don't care about, but this... This ain't that. This ain't that because Tyson Fury, is, his views are He's trash stupid. people and doesn't deserve he even is, us talking about him. Yeah, a homophobe. If you don't know, he's a homophobe. He's, he's trash. Yeah. So, and we don't we don't tolerate that here. Nope, absolutely not. I, I don't... Oh, yeah, okay. Before this, though, King mentioned a boxing comment about this is the first time like an undefeated boxer has like taken on a, a WWE superstar and it's like... There was Floyd Money Mayweather versus Big Show, but I guess we D- also had Butter being back in the nineties. Yeah, so and I guess not. Yeah, you. I guess Dino. Is it Dio or Dino? Dio. Dio said it was heavyweight. So I'm like, okay, because I, I guess I don't know. Right. Well, there's no way. I, fucking I, Mayweather I don't think King should have been in the ring. As long as that. He's not in the ring. No, he was in the ring to introduce that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, moving on to round five. Steph. Uh, the Raw's first pick was Samoa Joe. Somebody who should have been picked before gender. Before gender. I don't understand. Akira Tozawa. Before, before gender. gender. Shelton Benjamin, same level. <laughs> I yeah. like Shelton more, though. So over gender. Yeah, so more than gender. And then SmackDown drafts The Miz. Oh, it should have been over gender. I don't even care if it's Raw. Different show, yep, yeah. but don't matter. And then King Corbin. Over gender. Over gender. <laughs> Oh, man. It's just... Poor old Miz, though. Every time there's a switch, he has to switch. Yeah, and he's always on the high end, too. He's never early. Miz is way better than that. He deserves to be used, like, drafted early. Hashtag draft Miz early next time. Just saying. I don't know if there'll be a next time. You don't think we're going to switch people next year? There could be trades. There's always could be trades. I guess. Uh, you got But now you got okay with, like, Fox and... USA. It's not like when SmackDown was on Sci-Fi. How did how did WWE manage to literally become its own competition? I don't know. It's not like when SmackDown was on Sci-Fi and Sci-Fi was like, "What? Yeah, okay, do whatever. I don't care." Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That was the exact attitude. They're like, "What? You want us to have your show? Yeah, sure, whatever. We'll take it." Yeah. Moving on to a two hundred five classic match here. Was it the better part of twenty eighteen? Was this? Buddy Murphy takes on Cedric Alexander. Such a good match. It was so good. I freaking love these two. It was fantastic. Buddy Murphy is great, and he was one of the picks Heyman really wanted, so hopefully they do something with that. I really hope so. Yeah, now they got Raw. It's like, it's this whole different thing now because they moved all, like, the big people, like Braun, Roman, Brock, they're all on SmackDown. Now you have a time to rise new stars. I think, honestly, with Cedric, Buddy, Aleister Black, Andrade. And Kira Tozawa. I'm not talking about him right now. Uh, Umberto Carrillo. Akira Tozawa is awesome. No, but I'm like trying to say these people who could like feud over the mid-card title. 
you get the United States. You get the United States title off of AJ because let's face it, he should be in that Universal title picture. And you could have like Joe, Drew, and AJ, and Kevin Owens because he's technically on Raw in like the main event section, and then have all these other like mid card guys go for the mid card. Eventually move up. Let's face it, they got some real money people out of here. Buddy Murphy was great though. It was a great match. Cedric was great too. Not really winning a lot. I know, because that's what happens when you piss off Vince McMahon. Cedric, I don't know what you did. If you sneezed backstage, that was your mistake, dude. I don't know. It's like, I don't understand. It's, Vince just hates people. It's just how it is. Oh, I bet. You know what? I bet Vince is just racist. Probably. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Probably. Though. But you know who is racist? Moving on. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Oh, the announcement of... And we got the, the rest of the team. So Seth's fighting twice on Crown Jewel. Yeah. Yeah, which, again, we'll get on. Yeah, it was right after, so we'll jump into that after. But uh, actually, they put Ricochet on Team Hulk Hogan. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> yeah, you put a black dude on his team? Yeah, like, you want me to believe Hogan is the face in this scenario? Yeah, that... Ain't gonna happen. No. In case you guys didn't know, which you can't tell because I'm half black. I'm half black. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. Like, so I'm not okay with that. I, I, I was the hugest Hulk Hogan fan growing up. That was my guy. And then when he said what he said, and then it's like, I'm sorry I got caught. Not sorry he did it. He's sorry he got caught. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's so dumb. And then they announced the uh, big tag team turmoil match. There's 16 words in the official title for that match. I'm just going to call it the tag team turmoil match. But it's the <laughs> the crowning of the world's greatest tag team turmoil match. Something like that. It's longer than that, too. Actually. It's uh, it's not... I don't care. This is the only match, though, I am excited for on Crown Jewel. So... <laughs> I'm not. I'm excited for the other Seth Rollins match. No. You shouldn't be. I am. No, you. Okay, speaking Dude, of. You have no idea how excited I'm to see how they're going to fuck this up. That was announced. They <laughs> announced time. The Fiend versus Seth Rollins for the Universal title at Crown Jewel. The Fiend, who is now a SmackDown star. Fiend is on SmackDown. Seth is a Raw guy. It makes no sense unless Fiend is that big mega trade they're talking about. Which he might be. Which he better be. This is stupid. Because here's what I don't understand. So you read the. Meltzer talked about how the match was going to go. Like, it was too early for The Fiend to take the title. And he didn't want The Fiend to lose. So he came up with that stupid ending. Why the hell would you book another title match then? If it's the same way. Oh, it's too soon for The Fiend. Or whatever. All you had to do for The Fiend versus Seth at Hell in the Cell was have The Fiend walk out with the title. It could have been a five-minute match and no one would have gave a fuck. They would have been like, oh, cool, The Fiend won. You went with what's hot. Yep. I don't understand why we would put him back in the same situation. If you don't want The Fiend to take the title, why'd you put him in the title match if it's too early for him? And why are you giving him this rematch? Now, my fear is Seth's going to go over clean. Yeah. That's not good. No. That is not. Seth needs, just take the Universal title off Seth because you're trying to make him this cool, badass guy. And he's not. Now, I used to be Seth Rollins' biggest fan. But slowly, since WrestleMania, he has been dying a slow death. Correct. Because he, first off, he kicked, he beats Brock with a dick kick, hits Brock in the dick with his, and does curb stomps. He's like, that's not how the babyface should have won that match. No. 
And that's where that's where it started to go downhill. And then Seth I went on Twitter. That. Seth should have never been on Twitter. <laughs> All about being the richest, best wrestler in the world. Yeah, that yeah. Was, it was <laughs> it was. Nobody likes Seth anymore. No, he buried. And himself. you're making it so hard with this whole fiend situation. You at Saudi, this match should just be a buried alive match, except both careers are buried alive. Yeah. Because if Seth wins clean. You have ruined Seth as a babyface forever. And you, the Fiend. You've probably done some bad damage. And then the Fiend is also buried again. It's The only way to win this is to have the Fiend win. Agreed. You just have 10 minutes of the Fiend whooping Seth Rollins' ass because it's false count anywhere. So just have him kick his ass. Agreed. Rant over for now. For now. Vince, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Steph, round six. Raw drafts, Rey Mysterio, so low, Titus O'Neil, and Liv Morgan, who was the last pick, by the way. Should have been picked above. And All then, of them should have been picked above with freaking Jinder. Jinder Mahal. And then um, on SmackDown, they drafted Shorty Gable. Uh, I die every time I say it. And Elias. Yeah. So... That was the draft. The New Day wasn't announced. Not the New Day. The Uso. What's going on with the Usos? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, I get they're drunk driving or whatever, but, like, let's face it. Last time they did it, you gave them titles. <laughs> yeah, now you buried them. You pretty much incurred. No, they're just not even mentioned. I got to assume. I looked up, like, who was drafted where. And I think Raw needs more tag teams. So, I think they're going to Raw. Yeah. Them and AOP could go to Raw. And ooh. Ooh, that tag team division. Yeah. Oh, baby. Uh, the new day? Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, and well, where was Sonya? That's my question. And Mandy. No, I'm t- specifically Sonya because on Fox, one of the things was my pick is Sonya DeVille. You think if Fox is picking her, she would have been on the draft list? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I just don't understand it. And then now we get on to our boring main event match. And it, this is not a commentary on the the wrestlers. The match itself made zero sense. Uh, okay, allow me to rephrase. This wasn't the tag champs' fault. <laughs> no, was... it was just okay. So let's let's break it down real quick. Uh, Kabuki Warriors just have a random match, non-title. I like how Asuka has like the green stuff on her face now. Yeah. Because it's like, well, now if she uses the green spit, the ref will be like, well, she came out with greens, so just whatever. Yeah. I don't think that's why they did it, but I like that's how I viewed it. Yes, that's kind of how I was looking at it too. And then they take on Natalia with a surprise partner. So I know what you guys are thinking. Wow, Rhonda's back. Or- that's what I thought when she announced it. Like somebody on commentary was like, "No way!" Like you know, they probably thought it was Rhonda too. It was Lacey Evans. Yeah, you know, the person who's been fighting Natalia for the last... They fu- She's like, I needed someone who could match my level or whatever, who take me to my limit. Blah, 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 blah. And they were just feuding. So the tag team champions looked like jokes because they didn't make short work of this random team who were just feuding. Yep. And they there was no dissension. It was like a long match, too. It was. It like, went you guys, to the point where you had to f- rush the end of Raw. It felt, or felt like yeah, the, the... Maybe we could have done without that spot where there was, like, a submission for, like, eternity. Yeah. It was so long and boring. And I'm like, this is your main event? Natalia and Lacey Evans, the non-team, the people who were just feuding in that bad last woman standing match? 
Yep. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, then the Kabuki Warriors won. I know. Shock. Um, they struggled to win. It was a roll-up. Whatever. It's like, Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Asuka tagged herself in, but Lacey didn't see it. Then she gave Kyrie the woman's right. And she was about to go for the pin, and then Asuka rolled up Lacey Evans. One, two, three. They're the tag women champions. They've been a tag team for a while. They should have made short work of these two. <laughs> okay, Jordan, you know how the WWE is. If you're not a real team, you get pushed hard. If you're an actual team, you get buried as shit. That's how the... That's, Vince McMahon hates tag teams. I know. And that's why I like AEW, because they like tag teams. And me and James, spoiler, we are wrestlers. We are a tag team. So we love tag team wrestling. Absolutely. Book us. We're the party boys. Find us on Facebook. Uh, we don't have a Facebook yet. Well, then come to the Pin Me, Pay Me page and, and ask us for bookings. We will take them. Yes. You want some... Our gimmick's great. Yeah. We're hilarious. <laughs> Love us. Um, all right. So now we move on to... the. They got right into the Firefly Funhouse segment. The canceling of the Firefly. Oh, God. I can't wait. I've been waiting to get into So this, this. is... Per- ladies and gentlemen, our podcast is currently going about 37 minutes. The next 45 minutes is going to be us complaining about this segment. Because it was so oh, stupid. I spent 45 minutes on it. I could. Oh, I'm... Oh, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was. It, I so part of me liked a little bit of it, and the rest of me absolutely hated all of it. So I've been watching other people's opinions on it, and and I completely agree. The thing that I loved about the Firefly Funhouse was it was based not in reality. It didn't feel. It wasn't real. It did. Well, it wasn't supposed to feel but real. With wrestling, there's got to be a little bit of realism to it. The way I looked at it is, it's like Jackal and Hyde. The Fiend and Bray, like, the Fiend is this nice, innocent guy. So, my theory is the Firefly Funhouse is just like a little little place he made, and where he's just, you know, crazy. Yes. <laughs> Not like it's a different reality, but like, it, it shouldn't have... It was, I don't like that somebody was able to just find it in one night. And walk in. Seth shows up. Rambling Rabbit shows up. He's like, hey, uh, Seth's coming, man. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Bray's like, it's okay. The Fiend protects us. And then Seth walks into the room and beats the crap out of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. I do like the fact, though, if you noticed when he was doing it, the sound effects were still playing in the background of him being hit. Well, the, all the people were talking, too. Like, I heard somebody say, I don't like that. Like, I think it was Mercy. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Abigail. Yeah. Or Abby the Witch. Not Abigail. But uh, there's a point where Fiend stands up, and I'm like, ooh, he's going to... Not the Fiend, but that would have been cool if the Fiend stood up after that beat. Yeah. Like, Seth would... beats him down, he takes down his picture, and then the Fiend pops up. But instead, Bray Wyatt pops up, and he's like, Seth, why are you doing this, man? And I I, I did like that part. I did, too. That part got me, because it was like, this is why it's like Jackal and Hyde, because the Fiend is... To Bray, to, the Fiend is somebody else. I think to Bray, he doesn't realize he is the Fiend. So he's like, Seth, why are you doing this? You've been watching the Firefly Funhouses up to this. He's been like, Bray's been like, I like you, Seth. It's the Fiend who doesn't. Yeah. And then Seth beats him down again. I don't think Seth, like, if you were going to do this spot with the way things are, Seth was not the guy to do this. No. He absolutely was not. The, he, 
and he's getting booed. Oh, the you. crowd! The crowd—you could hear, hear the crowd booing him. They also booed him during the interview when he's like, "I'm going fiend hunting." Like, this is not the guy. You, you don't want. This is supposed to be the big baby face badass shows up, finds the guy who's been fucking with him. Seth's not the guy for that. No. He hasn't been the guy for that for a while. So, then Seth Rollins finishes beating up Bray Wyatt and throws him off screen. Then he sets the set on fire. That's oh, what You're he, forgetting, he says, I'm going to burn it down. Yes. Don't say catchphrase. Don't say your own catchphrase. That's stupid. <laughs> I never even liked that catchphrase from from the start. I love it. Um, I like it in his song. That's it. Yeah. Every time he says it, though, I'm like, it, it's I, feels forced. It's forced. It's definitely forced. Yeah. So the set burns and we go off air. So there was now, fiend laughing during the. Yes, the fiend was laughing, <sighs> and they kept cutting in clips of the fiend. So this is how. This is honestly. The only way, in my opinion, this, as it stands now, can work. Next Monday. Go back in time, have Seth, have Bray win Hell in the Cell? No, 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 no. (laughs) This Friday. I don't think they're going to do anything Raw related this Friday. It's The Fiend, though. That's where he's... Um, But if The Fiend gets drafted tonight... If the trade happens and he winds up on Raw... I don't think it's happened yet. I don't think it's been announced yet, but keep talking, say your point. Yeah, so if this does happen, then... We need to come to the Firefly Fi, uh, Funhouse next week. There needs to be a segment. The set needs to be burned. Not gone entirely, but burned. Oh, that's exactly how I saw it. So, you, yes, you need to do that. And then you need to have Bray, as Bray... In the burnt-down Firefly Funhouse. Like, just... Like, but lost it. Like, he's not even, like, friendly anymore. Like, he is... He's like, just, you could even... If you could manage a way to have him half-fiend, half-Bray... Like, because the entire idea of the funhouse is supposed to contain. That's what I liked about it too. Is that it contained the fiend. Now I can see the fiend going off the rails. And that's the thing now. So does the fiend just show up all the time now? Because now there's nothing controlling. I can him? see like, let's say he's in the ashes, or whatever the remains of the Firefly Funhouse Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And he's like holding like Rambling Rabbit or something, or somebody he liked Mercy. <laughs> Yeah, and he's really just like he just loses it. Yeah. And he's like, Bray, you know, Bray's like, Seth, do you know what you've done? Yes. And then you just have the fiend run wild. He's jumping everybody. He's looking for Seth. I'm he's, telling you straight up, every match segment ends with the fiend room. <laughs> like have him destroy just, Raw. I just Seth wasn't the guy for this. No, it was And wasn't. that's what I hated. I'm trying to think of who else could be the guy, but not Seth. If it not only that, if if you're going to do a, a, a paranormal storyline, which is what this essentially is turning into now because of all the Fiend and stuff, this is the stuff you use guys like Undertaker or Aleister Black, darker presences. You do shit like that. Some baby face who's actually a badass. Yeah, not Seth Rollins. Fuck, I'll take Becky. <laughs> oh my god. The that leech, would be fantastic. The man versus the Fiend would yes, be fantastic. I would love that. Because oh. Becky's the guy for it. The man for it. So, real question now. Does Becky Lynch go to Saudi Arabia? She's a man. <laughs> Get to try that. Yeah, yeah. You think uh, they fall for it? I just, and this this whole Firefly Funhouse things is a little bit like the Orton and Bray, the Viper and the Family, which I know the main event should have had Luke Harper in it. Oh, God, Doesn't yes. make sense that it didn't. 
But besides that, where Orton burns down like the shed or whatever. Oh my God, that's where that's where Seth failed. He didn't do the Orton pose after he sets it on fire. This asshole is in the middle of the woods, lights a shed on fire, and hits his fucking pose. Fuck yeah, dude. You it got was taunt. fantastic. Sometimes Orton is great. The House of Horrors match, he was great. That match was so stupid. He rolls up in a limo in dress pants with his shirt off. It was fantastic. I loved the House of Horrors match. It was great. I'm like one of the only people who loved it because it was so stupid. It was the same thing. The room full of babies? Oh my god, it was great. I loved every second of it. We had to move on. (laughs) We need to cover that match. We need to review that match because it was fantastic. We might do that in classic moments of wrestling, which is something I plan on us doing a little bit later on. Oh my god. Okay, but no, Seth wasn't the guy for it. It was stupid. He was getting booed. He said his own catchphrase and burned down the Firefly Funhouse. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know how you take the hottest act you had. People were more excited about The Fiend than they were about AEW. And you ruined it. So, and like I said, we're not necessarily... So, there are certain things that are that, that go too far gone and are unsalvageable. We're not quite there yet, but we are getting closer to that point. I think we're week. almost there. That's what I'm saying. Like, like you guys, I think we could, we're just th- like the the so, only way to take the step in the right direction is to have the fiend beat Seth's ass in like under five minutes at Saudi. But no, they're gonna. They think they're doing great job with Seth as babyface. You're not. To save Seth right now, you have to get that title off him and turn him heel. So, the other thing you have to do now, and and you know what? Remember the old argument of why they didn't use Brock a lot? Because, you know, he was an attraction. That's how. They That's what they should have done with The Fiend. Well, that his second match shouldn't have been against Seth. His second match should have been three months later. He shouldn't have even had a match that soon again. I think... I think the, the Fiend works far better in... Portions. Yeah, but here's how you could have done this. Let's say, okay, he fights the winner of... Originally, he was going to fight the winner of Braun versus Seth at... um. What pay-per-view was that? Night of, Clash of Champions. Yep. I think you should have... At that point, you should have had Braun win by DQ. That way, you keep the title on Seth. And then he goes after Braun because he wanted the winner. And then you could have done Braun versus Fiend in the Hell in the Cell... Which would have been great. <laughs> yeah. And then you could have done... Literally, you almost could have done the exact same spots, but with Braun, except having the match end with the DQ because it's freaking stupid. Uh, or stoppage, whatever. That was so... A lot of people think uh, they're going to somehow do a stoppage here in Saudi, too. Probably. I don't. It's dumb. Whatever the, you decide to do... I'm trying, they haven't announced it yet because I'm on Reddit and nobody's saying anything. About the draft. About the draft thing. Uh, I'll post it on our Facebook. Yeah. And Twitter go. once I find, like, once, whatever, it comes out. But uh, that was Raw. Let's get into the business portion. Not really business portion, just uh, we're we're the Pin Me Pay Me podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook in the Pin Me Pay Me Facebook page. I run it, James is an admin, but let's face it, I run it. <laughs> so we also have an email at pinmepayme at yahoo.com. So if you have any questions about 
our views on things or you want to know anything about wrestling, we did just graduate from the ACW Training Academy. So if you have any questions about wrestling, we will answer anything. Or if you're looking to train as a wrestler and you live in the Wisconsin area, feel free to go. November 6th is the first day of enrollment. Contact us for more information, but we will answer anything, actually. I don't even care if it's wrestling related. I will answer anything. I'll answer it if I think Jordan's hung. He's not. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, (laughs) Pimmy Pay Me. Pimmy Pay Me at Yahoo for our email. We're also on Twitter under the same thing. I guess we move on to the closing segment. Yeah, so what was your match of the night? It's a tough one. I'm going to say the Viking Raiders one. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say um, Cedric versus Buddy. It's just a classic. It was match so is always good. going to be good no matter what. But uh, Wrestler of the night? I don't know. Not Seth Rollins, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Buddy Murphy. Just because I'm a huge Buddy Murphy fan. Go with Stephanie McMahon. Where'd he go? No, I'm just kidding. I have no. no. Uh, I'm gonna actually go with the Fox War Room. They had a football robot. That was pretty dope. Oh yeah, they had uh, Cletus. What is that? His name? Yes. Cletus, because Cletus. Yeah. I, oh, I get it. But <laughs> no, my wrestler so of the week is Buddy Murphy as well. I got a bet for you on our first episode. Ah. I will bet you a dollar if you get it right. Who do you think the Street Profits? partner is i am gonna go ahead and say the street profits tag partner is somebody awful um i'm gonna go with titus o'neill okay i'll give you a dollar if it's titus o'neill but uh, i've heard things like john morrison well that would be great though yeah it's not, that's no chance no it's gonna be a disappointment they're gonna try to hype it up big but it's gonna be a disappointment I think John Morrison would be a nice nice poll. Okay. So that's who your official guess is? If either one of us wins, the other gets a dollar? Yeah. I stole my answer for somebody else who suggested it, but... All right. Well, hey, it counts. And stay tuned. We will cover Raw every... You'll have the podcast Wednesday. Just because of the way the schedule is right now, we can't really keep up with other people and do it like the day after. No. So we'll have Raw on Wednesday... Thursday, we will have our Wednesday Night War podcast where we talk about AEW, NXT, which brand won that night, who did what better, who did what worse. Yep. And then, I believe by on Sunday, I will release the SmackDown recap. Just because of the way our work schedules work. James works second shift, so we can't really keep up and put it out after each day. This is just, you know. Right. So, you know. All right. Well, Unless you guys... Uh, Make sure you like and subscribe our stuff so we can get up more and then, you know, quit our jobs. <laughs> Woohoo! All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. This has been the Pin Me, Pay Me podcast. I am Jordan. I'm James. We will see you Thursday.